millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, I'm K Kurt. That's Marcus Bronzy. Yo. Examples in the building. We just had a little chat about um, him, him having a perfect life. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got, he's got this. Yeah. He's got this. He's got this. You know what? Should we just say, I'm sweating, bruv, yeah, because everything that could have yeah, gone, gone wrong today, today has gone wrong. Yeah, but you know what? We're all here. We're happy. We're alive. We're all alive. Bruv, you've got a glow, you know, so I just got to jump around, Alexander. you fucking glowing, bruv. Look at this guy, man. Yeah. Got the bonsai glow. Bonsai. Bonsai. I think it's Bondi. Bondi glow, even. Bonsai's a small tree. I've got to set the levels because this show's called Ain't Got a Clue. That's what it is with my ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, though, bro. Thanks no, for having me, finally. But I was saying, yeah, you've got like the perfect life. So you, you, you're you here for like 30 days a year and then you fuck off uh, and, and live in the sunshine. Yeah, Sweet. so I live in Brisbane, which is where my kids go to school. My kids are eight and five, two little boys. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to school there. It's great because... I've got a nice big house in Brisbane. Like, to give you an idea, Brisbane's like, it's like everyone knows Sydney and Melbourne. It's like white person's S- Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney and Melbourne uh, are very, they're still, they're not a bit behind England, but there's a bit more culture, a bit more of a mix. Uh, there's a bit more that art, means, a bit more that fashion. Means one museum. Yeah. yeah, but Brisbane, Brisbane is a very, it's a very safe, sleepy place to live. You know, there's no, it's a, it's a really beautiful city, fully functioning city, loads of fun things to do. But there's no traffic, and you can always get a parking space, and everyone's very friendly. Yeah, that's, you know, that sounds. Perfect. I miss the I miss the culture of England. I miss the sense of humour. I miss like the music and the art and the fashion, and just like how long before you're here though, where you go fuck this? Um, how long does it take you like to get like when you're usually here? Usually three go, or four weeks. Yeah, like when I'm in England in London, Winter. when I'm in London, UK, whatever, in like between June and September. UK summer is the best place to be in the world, I reckon. Like, mm-hmm. Really? Whether it's like pubs and parks or barbecues or backs at festivals or just go around and sit in someone's garden and mm-hmm. whatever and like play some music. It's just, there's whatever nothing. Whatever means do drugs, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing quite like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas England, London in the cold. Yeah. Yeah, in the cold. It's fucking, bruv, you know what I don't like about it in the One cold? One of the worst yeah. places in the world. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, bruv. It's horrible. In the sun, it's fucking fantastic, London, yeah. But when it's flipping. Shit weather, bruv. I feel like it's one of the most depressing places to be, but in Australia, it's just hot all the time, isn't it? It's just nice all the time. Yeah, right? I mean, Melbourne gets a bit cold because you've got that uh, that southern Arctic, uh, you know, that, that that pressure coming up. So How cold is the cold, though? Like Melbourne, say, Melbourne, you could be wearing a, a T-shirt during the day, like 30 degrees, and yeah. there's two degrees at night. It's a oh, bit shit. mad. Right, yeah, but cold. Brisbane's, the lowest it gets in Brisbane's maybe like 18. Mm. And then from like November till March is pretty much like 27, 28 every day. Yeah. Do you, um, do you miss anything in the UK, like food wise and stuff? Like, because you can't get a good curry in Oz anywhere, really. really? Nah, you, you can't for some reason. I don't know why. Like, they, they do have like Indian people there and Bangladesh people and Sri Lankan people and Pakistani people there, but you just can't really 
you don't really get any good curry for some reason. I what? don't know. I don't even know what an Australian dish is. Like, what's one of the what's one of the um, like, this is Australia's us. got a big like Greek and Italian community. Mm-hmm. So like they'd probably claim a, a Greek or Italian dish maybe as a natural a national thing. Um the Pavlova for some reason. Pavlova? Yeah, Pavlova, the Russian ballet yeah. dancer. She went to Australia and did a tour and some famous chefs made the Pavlova and not Australians claim Naturalova. Naturalova, yeah. That's all over. Do, do they have good curry when the cricket comes along? <laughs> no, you don't. Seriously, like all the all the Asians I think who moved to Australia didn't bring their grandma's recipes with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and I'm really it. disappointed in them. So the first <laughs> the first thing I usually do when I come back here is is get a good curry in. Really? Yeah, because it's one of the main things you miss. What's the spot? Do you have a spot you like to go to, little Brick Lane vibes? or? Um, there's always some spots down Brick Lane, but I don't really, because I live in Fulham, I don't really go east He looked much. at me once and was like, yeah, you know the best place to get a kebab, kebab kid. Yeah, you know about kebab kid. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, 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 bruv, you know, come I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm West telling the Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kebab, I went there, I was like, this ain't all that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can find 10 places better than this, bruv, have you been to Snoke? Mate, there's a picture of Jamie Oliver in the window, though. Oh, wow. And yeah. Jamie Oliver says it's the best shawarma. <laughs> Tubbsy and Haida basically said, fuck that guy. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 with their chest. Like, with their chest. Oh. Just, we didn't even unpack that because yeah, me no. and Kay heard that and we're like, whoa. Yeah, they, they were <laughs> just like, no, nah, yeah. fuck that guy, man. Yeah. That's why all his restaurants are closed down. He's only got one left. And we were like, yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shots yeah. fired. He but they were like, they were, they said, did Jamie Oliver though. hear it? Did he, did he get something? I mean, we're, think... we're waiting for the return. I'll be it? real with you. I don't think Jamie Oliver listens to this podcast, bro. That's nah. a shame. I'm going to see him at the big festival and playing his festival. So I'll be sure to tell him that the Tubbsy and Hyder are not fans. And maybe it'll rock him for the day and ruin his weekend. But they're massive fans of Gordon Ramsay, though. Okay. Yeah, apparently, Gordon Ramsay's like yeah. you know they they could call they, him uncle because they, they said, said he's, that he's Zoo's he uncle big now. Zoo's uncle. <laughs> yeah, un- he's big big Zoo's uncle now. Do you mentor so, yeah. anyone like that? Like, we've already covered so much in does like anybody, four minutes. Yeah. Does anybody call you like their uncle? Do you mentor any UK artists or do you think they're all shit? Um. Because I know that <laughs> that is a loaded question, Kate. There's a lot of shit about. Um, Thank God someone said it. There's a. I mean, look, I don't really care how people like judge my music or whatever. I'm still here. I've been you, doing no, this 16, 17 years. So fuck you, so, all of you. Yeah, like, so, so when we're I'm looking, better, at, I'm not. I might not be a better rapper or a better singer or a better producer, but I write really good songs and you, I'm a, definitely a better performer than most people. Yeah, yeah. When you started, I remember you as like on I'm, the game I've got over. this really cocky energy from him, by the way. I'm no, not I usually love, like I this. love it. Do you, I like when people talk their shit. All right. Do you know what? As long as we edit this nicely, so I don't yeah, come yeah, across no, no, like no. a. Like, you I'm, absolutely have no risk of coming across like a prick when you're in a room with me and Kay. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely fine, bro. Yeah. Also, I just want to say you I, could bring your most obnoxious <laughs> self to the party. Everyone would be like, quite a pleasant guy, you know? Yeah. Because right. we'll, no, 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 I'm, I'm really we'll go. We'll, I'm, we'll amp up our prickiness. Okay. Was, I'm no, really happy to no, be here. Okay, we're toning it down right now. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. And in this stage of my career, genuinely. What, just here? It just in this place in this yeah. room with you guys. Yeah. No, like I was, I was at Glastonbury at the weekend at Isle of Wight the weekend before, yeah. and talk your shit. Come and, on, and the tents were packed, but not only packed, people couldn't get in for like, yeah, almost like miles around. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and I'm like, I'm doing something right, you know. I'm, I'm. There's a lot of people. I watched most of the hi- the highlights of Glastonbury. Like, I just skipped through the big, big yeah. acts. Everyone, no one's got any chat. No one's got any stage presence. No one's got any energy. Everyone's just like the Arctic Monkeys are there, just like. And, and and he's a, one of the best songwriters of the last 20, 30 years. They're a really tight band musicians. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're just like, but you know what? I'm not happy to be here. <laughs> I can't wait to go home. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then in between songs, 
All right, that's we having a good time. Oh, I'm yeah. so unhappy but to be what, here. But that, I feel yeah. like nowadays, though, if enjoy someone, your job. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, if someone's just got like a little bit of personality, people are like, oh my god, ain't they mad? And yeah. it's like that with <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. I tell you what, I, saw, yeah. I tell you what, I saw them eating a Twix the other day, bro. Yeah, fucking like, hell, yeah. mental, bro. It's like, it's and like, they only ate one finger and put it, get rid but, of the rest. It's mental. Like, it's yeah, around yeah. all yeah, like yeah, and saying yeah. like Jack Grealish. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, fucking hell, only yeah. a boy, and yeah. you're like. Bro, that, just... all footballers in the 90s were yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's only 10% Gascoigne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's yeah. about 20% Robbie Fowler. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And I'm like, that. everyone should just be lads. Like, no one's having it. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. too safe. What? And like most acts, like, like, I was watching Central Sea and like the clarity which we performed was great. Most, but you had a, a baby rap- with him. Yeah, but forget which that. All... A lot of rappers don't have the clarity mm. as or MCs. Like, but then there's like, the, he's at one level and then there's Stormzy. Stormzy's just like, the, the the goat man like the energy from that guy the clarity the set is just non-stop good live as well lethal's good live but lethal a lot... done a hamstring live didn't he but gets yeah, yeah. is amazing live yeah, yeah yeah but there's like there's not many people coming through crept and conan are good dj or mc or rapper who've got much energy and personality even if their tunes are big everyone just seems to be on stage and just feel like they I deserve feel like to the be american there and rappers all just are like, trash as well the american but... rappers they're all like doing ad libs over their own songs. They play the actual yeah. Spotify version of the song in their set yeah. and then just hype up on top of their own tracks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then just jump, jump around on one foot. Like, that's not performing. Back in my day, we used to do proper performing. Do you know, do we used to my, take our yeah. tops off and yeah, jump yeah. into and, the crowd. And also, cough medicine is not a drug. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get some proper drugs in, you Americans. <laughs> cough medicine is not a drug. When but, you um, don't have healthcare, though, that is a yeah, drug. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Yo, yeah, you got some cowpole. <laughs> Imagine that. Look, look, people clapping. Cowpole's nice, though. Cowpole's nice. Cowpole's nice. nice. <laughs> but you never, you know when your mum will give you the real cowpole, the oh, orange yeah, one? Yeah, oh, yeah. come on, bruv. That was, that was live. Um, I'd bang cowpole now, you know. If, that, yeah, if there wasn't. Well, should if we bang was, something now? Before but you know now, yeah, cowpole doesn't come in a bottle anymore. You've got to mix it with um, brandy, though, or otherwise it's pointless. Yeah, right? yeah, no, yeah. but cowpole now comes in like these little. Um, Slizzer. Yeah, but it comes in like, you have like, um, what's it called? Like Little sachets. Yeah. What's the point of that? I gotta be honest, I've not had cowpole for a few years. Though. No, someone told me about uh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably because you're not eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right, though. Kay's mate told him about it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Bruv, you know, you're like, what's nice is that you're so excited about festival season because you just kind of quickly <laughs> someone skip, has to be. skip past it. Because <laughs> yeah. we're not going. Yeah. <laughs> we all. Yeah. I'll, like, yeah. I'll work it, but no, I ain't going to crowd we'll, it. We'll, I'll, my best yeah. part about Glastonbury is watching it on TV and going, fuck, you know, they must stink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you, do, you get a, do you get a warmth off the crowd when you're on stage? Is it, a whiff. Is it, oh yeah, a whiff. yeah, a little bit of. Depending um, on the day that you're in. Like I've been, at, I've been Glastonbury nine times. I've played twelve sets over nine visits. Nice. And Talk your the shit. The first three times I've been there, it was raining yeah. and it stank. Yeah. Like I stank. Everyone stank. It was grim. Just couldn't wait to get. Do you out take of there. shit trainers with you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and it's always funny watching roadmen arrive like when it's muddy. And just like, and they got the plastic, yeah, you know, the yeah, waitress yeah, bags yeah, over yeah, the front, yeah, and they're just yeah, sliding yeah. all over the gap. Like, no, man, fuck this, fuck this place, man. But like, Glastonbury in the mud is one of the worst places in the world. Glastonbury <laughs> with sun is one of the most magical places in the world. So basically, you're, but, but I reckon the best thing I always say, like, I said this to my girlfriend when she'd never been, and I took her, I said, remember, I said this, the best thing about Glastonbury is leaving. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we were there from midday until like 11 p.m. And then as we left, she was just like, oh, I'm so glad we're leaving. But, but, like, what, what you basically shower, said, sleep yeah. in your own bed. Mm. What you basically said was Coachella's better. Mm, Glastonbury is Coachella's full of American swats though, isn't it? Yeah, but imagine, imagine Coachella with a British crowd. That would be sick. <laughs> so that's Although, do you know, do you know the problem with Coachella? <laughs> you, they have drinking areas. 
So you got to you got to like back down your drink mm. in like the little picket fenced area. Everyone's just like they're like having selfies. Like, hey, where's the glass? Where's it Coachella? <laughs> and then like and then like they go to walk and they're like, we're just gonna go and watch Jack Harlow. And then someone's like, hey, finish your drink. So oh sorry. And there's about like 80 white chicks just going clack, 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 down in their drinks. I didn't know that. And then you have to walk over and there's like maybe 50,000 people watching the headliner. Not a drink in sight. That That's is a recipe for disaster so they're all though. Because they're banging drinks. Like yeah. They'll be like, I'll have one more before I go. So there's alcohol the time areas. The stage, British, but yeah. I think that's better because in British culture, like you just see someone dash something up in the sky and you're like, is that piss? Is that beer? <laughs> I would probably bet nine times out of ten. That's <laughs> yeah. not beer, innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's always a bit like, what do you do? And then when you see like in the in the mud when they get like guys sliding yeah. around and you're like, oh. I don't know how much MDMA you are on. Yeah. They're usually tomorrow... ex-military though, innit? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tomorrow that is going to feel... Like Mad, rough in it, it. Yeah, like, yeah. like someone's gonna have the footage of you sliding through the mud. Like I don't get to it, man. Steve, like if I mud. if I get mud on me by accident, you're like, oh, all right, whatever. You know, if you're muddy, train. But then, like to actively pursue mud. I feel like you grew up around ethnic minorities. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, went to, I went to school in Wandsworth, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, I, so I I've got that attitude to <laughs> yeah. it. So you're still like, okay, well, we, we're, guys, are we using toilet paper? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't mind. I don't mind camping, but I'm still very like. You know, like I'm, uh, even if I'm on a field with cows and there's a mark on my, I'm like, oh man, like, <laughs> you know, because of the culture I grew up in, the, the I people I, I went to school with. Do you, what, has there ever been any moments? Because obviously you've grown up in, like you said, you weren't school in Wandsworth. Has there ever been any moments? Because now you've moved to Australia, where sometimes someone said something and you're like, oh, well, you, know you, were, you were nice, but now you're nah, racist. Yeah, do, you know what, racist yeah. do you know what the weirdest thing is? Like, there's a most, there's a generation a few years older than us, a few generations, they're all racist cunts. Most of them, but the the generation like my age, like I'm 41. Yeah. Most of the mums I meet at school, and most of them are just ignorant. They they, yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah, that, grown yeah. up or interacted with many black people or Asian people. Yeah. And they don't really ask them about their culture. They don't know much about them. So oh, okay, they can do better. They should ask more questions and then try and meet more people. But the main thing is, is like you'll be at a school pickup, and they'll be like, "Oh, you have to be so careful what you say about Black Lives Matter, don't you?" <laughs> and I'm just like. No, you don't. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Elio, I know you're from London and you know, you know more black people than us, but you have to be so careful. I was like, no, you don't have to be careful. Just yeah. be fucking aware of your white privilege and just like learn and educate yourselves. And they're like, yeah, but just everything's a minefield, isn't it? And you're like, no. <laughs> and like, you just pass on really simple lessons all the everything's time. Everything's a minefield. Mate, no, like, I remember there was one. So this That's is one spoken of, like a country that's never been like, to war. If yeah. anyone was to say anything in my house, homophobic, sexist, racist, whatever, they'd just be out my house anyway. Yeah. Like, even though I was a family member, I've always had a view on that since I was, a, like, a, a, you know, in my 20s. You start to become aware of people around you that are maybe a bit unsavory, and everyone's got them in all your families. You know what I mean? So have and you like, met Lawrence Fox? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, um, there there would be something like there's a guy who I know is a big fan of NWA. He's about 34, Aussie guy. Lovely. And he was like, "Oh man, I can't wait one day to go like fancy dress. I'll go as Easy E." I was like, "You will not go as Easy E." <laughs> What's their problem with blackface? Oh my oh, god! Yeah, but bear in mind, there's a white yeah, Australian yeah. guy who's gone to school with loads of white Australians, and there was probably one Chinese guy in the year. So, and he's probably called Chinese Phil or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I like, think they, they would have called him. So, but then you stop, <laughs> and you're like, you can't do that. And they're like, but man, I'm just showing them how much I love them. You're like, but, but yeah, but, they, them. but black people have had black black faces their whole life, and have had to yeah, deal with yeah, all the things yeah. that come with that. You're, you're putting on black face for one night, and and like getting drunk and think it's fun. Oh yeah. But they, they still doesn't really click. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Melbourne, there's like a big Sudanese uh, community, and and like, they call and it Blacktown, isn't it? The, the area they live. <laughs> so there is a place called Blacktown. Yeah, but in, like, Dylan, Dylan was saying like he he went to 
uh, when he lived in Australia, he lived in a neighborhood called Blacktown, and he's like, that's where all the Sudanese guys lived as well. So yeah, it, was like, yeah. it was just mad. Like, like, it's like, hold on, is, what came first? Whenever I get in a, a taxi in um, a Brisbane, if if the driver happens to be African, and there's quite a lot of um, Nigerians and Sierra Leoneans there, and they find out you're from London, they always want to chat. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're, they've got friends or cousins or someone in London, and mm. they, I think they feel like it's a safe place. Again, this person's from London, this white mm. guy's from London. He's gonna want to talk about culture and home yeah, and differences, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas they don't really get that with most Australians. And yeah. I think it's because most white Australians don't know what to ask, or you know, yeah, they, they yeah. see there's a black driver and they're like, "Hey, mate, how's it going? Hot, isn't it?" You know, because it's <laughs> yeah. just it's not their fault. You know, it's just this, 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 this changing though. It's just weird that it's like. It's the ideal place to raise kids for me. Yeah, like yeah. outdoor lifestyle, like barbecues and football and beaches and climbing trees. From... Well, obviously I'll prevent yeah. them because I'm yeah. their dad, but and I'll, I'll, I'll educate them. Yeah. But like, just I look at the school and I'm like, it's a beautiful school, but it's like 96 percent white, and it's mm. just the complete opposite of my school, where you know it was like probably a third white, third black, third Asian, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just I, very I'm different. I'm very conscious of that. I'm like, when I I know by the time I have kids, I'm going to be in a lot more of a successful position than my parents were relatively. So how do I prevent my, my, my kids from being nerds? You mean from from the privilege that will come come from you being in a, in yeah. a good place? Yeah, like, like if they... If they cause but I they know may, my still kids, be related to you. Bro, I, I, I know my kids are going to be like, oh, no, I want to oat last. I'm like, bro, who, <laughs> yeah, who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Remember when Kevin Jay was here and his son was like, oh, I want a side salad. He's like, what do you mean? Side you, yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. saying his son was telling him, like, yeah, I want a side salad. He's like, what do you mean a side salad, bro? Yeah. Like, no, do you know what? I still go to Pizza Express and I could be with like my friend or my girlfriend or and go to order dessert. And my head instantly goes to, we can't have dessert. Because I remember when we were kids, my dad was like, we can't afford dessert. Yeah. But my dad would go, you're not having a dessert. To me and my sister, you can, we'll get you a feast on the way home from the corner shop. Treat. We'll get, oh, you, a, we'll get you a cornetto. You can have a muller. You can have a muller yeah. light oh, when we yeah. get So I still like, I go to people, I'm in Pizza Express. PTSD. And then like, someone goes to a dessert in my head, I go, rah, rah. <laughs> like, it's chocolate sundae. Yeah, yeah. Dad said we couldn't have that. Yeah, you know? That is funny. Because... And we go Pizza Express once a month or maybe for someone's birthday. I'm surprised you still go Pizza Express. I thought you'd have like, I, 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 still, right I now... like the sourdough stuff, you know, like the, you know, with the burnt crust and all that, but. Yeah. Australia has really good pizza. They have really good food in Australia. Generally speaking, the, the levels are high. You don't really get a greasy spoon cafe, mm. which you miss. But there's something about Pizza Express is quite comforting and homely. It's not the best pizza. Prince Andrew's but... favorite. Um, oh, Australia. is it? Yeah. Oh, saying. Are you fucking around? No, I remember oh, when he said when he said like. Oh. Remember when he said? Yeah. <laughs> Prince remember, Andrew. Yeah. I remember when he said he was he was on that interview. He was like, yeah. oh, it couldn't have been me because I was in a Pizza Express in Woking. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, like, really charge you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So why did this go to that? What an alibi! What an alibi! Specific, you know what alibi? And Pizza Express in Woking. That sounds too specific. You know when you're like, who told you that there was a pizza? Like, first of all, I don't think any member of the royal family's ever tried doubles from Pizza Express. Like, that's 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 like because you have to get your fingers dirty. Yeah, bro. Or Prince Andrew. <laughs> oh, no. live it. I, but I just, I just didn't believe it in it. And then that's when he said he, d he doesn't sweat in it. He's like, oh, I've got yeah. this, I've got this thing where I don't sweat. Clearly, I feel I mean, like if you're going to go I've, into paedophilia yeah. as a career, then you don't want to sweat. I mean, yeah. allegedly, I allegedly, I know. You know, I knew he was getting that with a <laughs> yeah. Pizza Express reference. No, there. but he said, yeah. So I'm, I'm surprised you go Pizza Express. I thought like, well, you, I, thought often. Your, I thought your palate would be like a lot more. Like, what's your best place to eat in London without giving? I mean, you're going to give it. I like a dashoom. Oh, okay. Okay. About oh yeah, you, you're big on Indian, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this comes back here. What's your favourite? 
Oh, it all depends on the time. You know what? At the moment, I'm just into meats, you know, so it's not the fanciest restaurant. Meats. I'll take... I like a steak. I'll take a flat iron steak at the moment. At this oh, time yeah, of yeah, year. Yeah. It's not the bougiest place, but you know, simple, Have you ever simple, been Blacklock? No. Blacklock's so, nice as well, yeah. Blacklock is a steakhouse, yeah? There's one in Shoreditch. But they, they're dessert, yeah. so I know you're like... You, Don't worry, you're going to get a heart attack. Probably yeah. my dad, basically. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, dad was yeah, watching yeah. this. I was talking about desserts. Yeah. You'll like, probably, you, your dad will probably like this if you take your dad there, yeah? Because they have a white chocolate cheesecake, yeah? Ooh, I like a cheesecake. And they don't have a portion size. They basically just keep putting it on for you until you say stop. Yeah, so but why, why do you want to have a lovely meal and then ruin it by stuffing yourself with cream cheese? Because and... at one point in your life, you were too poor to afford dessert. Okay. So now you're making up You can up make for up it. for all the desserts at the same time. Right. Yeah, so you go there and then they, they keep going for it and they're like, are you sure? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. But man. then what would, what would Smithy say about calorie intake? Like, Fuck what? Calorie deficit, you know what I mean? Actually, he'd say, he'd say, he'd say, mate, you're out. Enjoy, Enjoy your fucking self. Oh, yeah, he would actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he'd probably yeah. use the C word as well. Don't be a boring cunt. Don't be a boring cunt. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking Have a little bit of cocaine once a month. Yeah, yeah. I'm a PT. Yeah. So back in the day, before we got in the Colombian marching powder, that's how yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like yeah, it, yeah go there, you'd enjoy it. You'll yeah. see that. I mean, are you, I like a steak. I like, I like. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm here till September the thirteenth. Um, but I've got two commutes back to Australia between okay. them. I call them commutes because they are there's, commutes. There's a proper pizza place. There's a proper pizza place. Go on. And we'll, we could t- we'll take you to a proper pizza yeah. place and we'll take you to Blacklock. I know what it. I know what proper food is. Well, I'm just talking about I'm Pizza telling, Express for yeah, the old just, p- comforting reasons. Yeah, but no, I don't think Pizza Express is the best pizza in the world. No, I know, but like I feel like I need Franco to... Franco is pretty decent. Yeah, okay, so you don't know good pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, what's good pizza? I'll take you. I'll Where take is you it? Somewhere. Where is it? There's one in Soho and there's one in Baker Street. What's it called? La Antica di Michele. I've heard of that. Pizza Di Michele, yeah. yeah. That's the same that's the same place as one in Naples. I've been to exactly. the one in Naples. Oh, you've been to that there original? You go. There you there go. There you go. Oh, no. Redemption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Redemption. I just said Franco Mango's better than fucking Pizza Express. Yeah, it is, it is. It Pizza is, Express but... was just about my dad not buying yeah. dessert. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with you, like, I'll I'll be honest, like, I like I American like a good sto- I like a stone baked pizza and that, but once in a while, bruv, I'll take a Papa John's deep dish, bruv. I'm hooking wow. I like Do, it, with a stuffed crust. I like a Domino's post game. So you still go to Papa John's even though he said the N word? What? Did he? Did you? Oh, <laughs> well, not anymore. It's Domino's, then, isn't it? Do you know what the worst thing is? I like Papa the garlic John sauce. said the N word, oh, and it was—I I think it like it was well publicized, bro. Like yeah. he, he, said he was it, asleep that day, and he basically never even apologized for it. He was basically like, "It's, no, what it's, it Domino's, is. And it's Domino's now, isn't it?" But you know what? The worst thing is, I like the, I like Domino's, the garlic sauce. You can't get that anywhere else. And that's but if you go Domino's, Domino's, yeah, I stopped going Domino's because I saw a TikTok of someone that used to work there. Oh no. And they were like, there's rats in every one of them. He's like, I've worked in three different ones. There's rats in all of them. You know what, though? To be fair, that, 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 that's might what just be the staff. Yeah. I think yeah, he yeah. means the staff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my <laughs> favorite Domino's when they get the, the magic spray out, which you used to see when I was like 10, 15 years ago. And there we go. Yeah. And then you realize you get older. It's just olive oil in a can. Yeah, yeah. With a bit <laughs> of garlic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was your, because uh, you, obviously you've lived a mad life, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you've been on tour left, right, and center. What was your biggest struggle meal? What do you mean? Like, you know when, like, like, did you ever have, like, corned beef and rice? Like, were you that poor that you ever had, like, a shit meal like that? That, you, that was your go-to? Like, so there was a time in about 2007, my mum, dad and sister had moved to Australia. I was meant to go with them, but I decided to stay. And then I moved in with my step-granddad. Um, it was, like, 92. And, like, as an ex-council house, but quite a nice house still in Fulham. And it hadn't been done up in 20 years. And I was in debt, but I was touring. I was on yeah. tour over the, at the streets. Um, I don't mean like a load of road men. I mean, they got the Mike band, Skinner. Mike Skinner, Mike Skinner, Skinner yeah. Streets. Yeah. I like um, Mike Skinner. And um, yeah, I weren't getting paid much. I think I had an advance that I was sort of dipping in and out of from a record label. And I was I was just like on super noodles and pasta and sauce quite a bit. You know pasta and sauce? Mm-hmm. 
You know, no, you yeah. put too much water in, it's not, it's not, you know, it's more like <laughs> soup. It becomes soup. pasta soup. soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to get it just right. Yeah. Um, so you became an expert in that. And yeah, and then I'd sometimes I just eat like three blueberry Nutri grains for dinner. Them ones. Yeah. What's the biggest purchase you've made with all the touring money apart from a house or a car? Like, I know we'll get onto the cars in a minute because you were, you had a massive car collection. Yeah, I, I I sold it all when I moved to Australia like four years ago. I had a, yeah. a little Lamborghini Murcielago, McLaren 350S. Uh, um, I had a Ferrari 355, a Porsche Cayman GT4, and a Range Rover and a uh, Jaguar F-Type. What was your favourite to drive? McLaren. I drove yeah. the McLaren nearly every day. Whippy, it's, innit? It's so good. It's just like, it's so easy to drive. Yeah. It's like, Where did you keep all of these cars? Just outside? I had an underground car park in Wandsworth where I lived. I lived oh. in like this penthouse and then I had like five spaces downstairs, all underground, all secure. You have lived so many lives. And then I sold them all to buy my house in Australia. Yeah. So I moved from like a really nice four bedroom apartment with four balconies off each side and four bathrooms. It was me, my ex-wife, Erin, mother of my kids and, and two little ones. And we went to Australia and we were just like, Australia's banging. Like we'd obviously been going back and forth and she's from there. But we got back there and we were just like, no, nah, this is the life. So I sold this place in in Wandsworth and then like for like bought this like palace in Brisbane like this unbelievably like architecturally yeah. beautiful house with a pool and sauna and five bedrooms yeah. and five bathrooms you're the most humble mm. guy I know that lives in a in a mansion like that you, are, you oh, done with, are you done with the car you're stuff like now? One of the I'm done with the car stuff. you're one of the only people I know yeah. that lives Aussie, in a mansion like that so <laughs> Aussies um, Aussies don't I mean it's still like it's in a it's a massive house I'll show you yeah, pictures yeah. later but it's like it's, it's on a residential street and my neighbours on this side are two metres away. And my neighbours that side what are like three metres away. What are they, dentists and that? No, this side's owned by the church. So they're all actually quite nice. Like, oh, they're all like, rent, like renting people. They're all really sweet. Like one's an architect and one's a nurse. One's a delivery driver. And the other side's a That's family what, of six who are all just are really noisy whenever the rugby, the rugby league's on. Oh, Footy's on. Ah, fucking get in. Go, Maroons. <laughs> so that's the only, they're only noisy on like Tuesdays when there's a match. Yeah. But um, it's a wicked area. It feels like a nice family, like community and I didn't want to live with like a big garden, a load of land and not know my neighbours because it's yeah, like too yeah. different from growing up in London. Yeah, It'd yeah, be the yeah. complete opposite. Um, but yeah, like in you terms of big purchases, I've never yeah. done, never bought diamonds and stuff apart from an engagement ring for my ex. And, you know, she's probably sold that now. And um, <laughs> that's fine because we're still friends. Um, yeah. But so you never made any outlandish I mean, in cars. No, I mean, oh, bruv, I, yeah. I believe that. That car, cars was wrong. Yeah, that well, car, yeah, yeah, those cars I made money on. The, Mer the Mercy and the... Um, the Ferrari I'm yeah. running on. And then the, the Cayman GT4, like for like, the McLaren, I lost shitloads because, yeah. you know, you pay like 185 grand for them. And then like four years later, they're worth 80. Yeah. Um, but then I had a Range Rover deal and a, ja a Jaguar deal. So I used to get a free Range Rover and a free Jaguar, which was nice. <laughs> oh Just like Davies. But and, no, and, I've never bought anything you, stupid, yeah. really. My dad would say that my, uh, some of the art collection I've bought, yeah. but most of my art's like, you know, some of it's, like gone up like 10 times. It's so you've just got like a Rembrandt just chilling. No, not a Rembrandt. I've got a, a, a nice David Bailey of uh, Mick Jagger, like David Bailey, the photographer mm, from yeah. Bethnal Green, who shot all the Cray twins and all that and the Jack Nicholson and everyone in the swinging 60s. Mm. Um, I've got a Mick Jagger one up here, which has just gone up crazy money, which really? I've got in storage. Like, that, yeah, he, that, said that, he said that quick. Yeah. It's, not, it's not in the house yeah, right not now, in guys. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, that's the sort of thing you could, you know, like loads of people are a bit funny about art. But I think the best way to think about it is just buy what you like. Yeah. And whether it's like a grand or underground or whatever, the first time you dip your toes into art is like, oh my God, I'm buying a piece of paper. Like yeah, for that amount of money, yeah. it feels different to buying a watch or a, um, is that, is a that your Is that your hobby now? 
Yeah, I've got like about 40 pieces of art now, which is like, I'll, I'll sell them one day and that'll be my retirement. Or if there was an emergency or if, you know, there was a, I get, I get cancer, I need to spend a meal on, you know, Your children treatment. need to go uni or, or my something. My children need to go uni or I need to buy my kids a house or like if there's yeah. apocalypse, I need to get on a private jet to go and get on Noah's Ark in Finland. Do you know what I mean? You seen he, that knows, film? he knows something we don't know, innit? Because he's, um, like, he's like, ha ha, jokes. I like art. Yeah. Check if he was on the flight log. Yeah. Arts, 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 <laughs> if you get the right art, it's a currency. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And like, where everyone gets hyped about Bitcoin and shit like that, you buy the right piece of art, it's never going to go so down. It you're... always will only go up. Like, Jay-Z, you know, he raps about it and talks about his interviews where he's like, he buys a Basquiat for like a mil and then a few years later it's worth two mil and a few years later it's worth four mil and yeah, now it's yeah. worth eight mil. If you, if you buy a Basquiat or a Warhol or, you know, the right print or the right artist or Damien Hurst, even if it's one of 500, you spend yeah. 40 bags on it, a few years it'll be worth 80 bags. So you've been very sensible throughout your whole career. Like, how do you, where did that come from? I've done from? some stupid things. Like, I've had fun and splashed, you know, like, I've, I've like, I've, I've only been on a private jet. I know it sounds stupid, but I'm saying compared to my peer group, maybe no, but like, that's what I mean. like, like yeah. 15 times. And mm. that would that would have been, and I'm bearing in mind, I've done like 1400 gigs. Yeah. There's a lot of people who get private jets between every gig. Yeah. And like they're getting maybe 60, 70 bags for the gig and then they're spending 15, 20 on the jet. Mm. I've only done it when I've had to do two gigs within a day. And the only way to get there was on a jet. So those to me, sometimes even when you pay them like 15, 20 grand to fly two hours, in my mind, I'm like, this is really annoying because it's like not how I treat money. And like yeah. carbon footprints, but if you're on stage at 2 p.m. in Milton Keynes and 8 p.m. in Switzerland, you ain't going via Luton or Stansted, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you've got 10 people in the band, so you've yeah. got to get the jet. Yeah, but yeah. there's too many people who are just like new kettle every week, mm. like jet, jet, jet. But that's jet, what like I mean, like renting you, houses. But like, I've, I've been for, very for picture, I'm, like, because yeah. I'm always very like curious because the amount of people that you started off with, they've come and gone. You've seen them come and go, mm. and they they look like they were like. Like, if you looked at their watch or if you looked at what they were driving or whatever, you'd have thought, oh, my God, they're making so much money. But you're still here living life, performing. Yeah, yeah. And like some of those people, they're, like, they're dead and gone. I think, like, it, a lot of it comes with attitude, you know, staying humble, but also staying hungry, keeping yourself in good shape. And, like, you know, I just, I love being on stage. There's some people, like, don't like being on stage, don't like being on tour, and that's fine. Some people just lose it in terms of how to write a song. Like, some, song, some songs of mine are hit and miss, but... The main thing is I make music for me and for my fans. I don't make music for radio. I don't make music for Spotify. I, if I can imagine performing it at Glastonbury and I can imagine five, ten thousand 10,000 people singing it back to me, that's all I care about. You is, know what I mean? Is that how you stay enjoying these gigs? Because you just mentioned you did 1,400 gigs cause, and you mentioned it about Glastonbury. There's certain artists that I've seen and I've just, I've been disappointed because I can tell they don't want to be there anymore. There's loads, most of people. there's loads of reasons behind most it. People. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we've seen some of the, be I've but seen also some of the best. But also, like, you've got to appreciate the mental health that comes with dealing of with fame exactly, and being in front yeah, of people. Exactly I that. love being in front of people. Yeah, like, yeah. put me in front of 100,000 people. Yeah, I, lo I love it. Put me in front of 100 people in a pub. I love it. I love it. And there's like, I remember when I used to be really close to like Plan B. Because me, Plan B, and Professor Green were like the white boy rappers all around the same time. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I was a bit more electronic music, and Plan B was a bit more like doing his soul thing and indie thing. And then Pro Green was obviously a bit more the battle rapping world and a bit more, a bit more edgy and street and more punchlines. But we were all really good mates, and like we used to hang out every now and again. And I always remember, you know, like um, we were all we were dealing with fame, and we were in a different way. We all had different approaches to drugs and alcohol, like you know, be it weed or cocaine or. MDMA, we all um, had like diff slightly different upbringings. And, but that's a perfect example of like, you know, Plan B loved being in the studio. Like he wanted to, he would live in the studio. He'd be there for like a week or two. 
Wow. And he'd be, he'd be in there from like midday and he'd work till 2 a.m. And, he'd, and he'd, by the end of it, he'd have 40 songs and they'd all be amazing. Wow. And wow. like, then you'd be probably knew that most of them weren't ever going to come out because the record label ain't going to release like four albums in a year. Yeah. But yeah. he just loved being in the studio. And then I remember him sort of like, oh, you've got to go on tour now. He'd be like, this is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, fuck. I don't mean that. Was I just wanted to be in the studio for an hour. Right hook, right verse. Or maybe get me two hours tops. Get me the fuck out of the studio. I want to go to Peace Express. I can't wait to get Yeah, <laughs> Peace Express, no dessert. Yeah. And then I just couldn't wait to get on tour and perform. Are you, are you still yeah. like that now? Do you, when you, well, you, no, it's different you... now because every time I'm away, predominantly in the, my gigs are in Europe. 90% yeah. of my income is Europe. Um, and 90% of that's probably UK, Ireland. So every time I'm here, it means I'm away from my kids. So I just have to come over, batter the UK for three, four weeks, go back to UK, Oz for 10 days, see my kids, come back here for two weeks, go back to Oz for seven do you days. Ever, do you ever keep in contact with Pro Green? And- I chatted with Pro quite a bit. I mean, like I bump into Plan B every now and again because my manager was like, he looked after him. He was like, he guided him. He was like his sort of father figure and like gave him his first publishing deal for songwriting. So, you Pro know, Green Pro ha- Green feels like my brother. Like, yeah. I might not see him for a few years every time I see him. Like, we've never... Fallen out. I'm probably one of the only people Stephen's never fallen out with. Um, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I find fun? Like, because if you look back at, like, that's one guy, yeah, who looks completely different to when he started. Mm. When he first started, he looked like he was damn near homeless. And, like, now yeah, he's yeah. like, like, he looks like he should be made in Chelsea. I know. Like, yeah, no, no, Stephen had a tough upbringing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, I don't think he had any dental care most of his life. And then, like, <laughs> bro, no, but when I met him, yeah, his bro. teeth were in every direction. And then he went and had all his teeth done when he signed yeah. for the major label. But I don't know if he's, but one that's the, that... he's one of the best rappers we've ever had in the UK. Like, oh, you, you genuinely think that? Like he's so so clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. not even some of his hits. Because he started like, battle rapping, in it. That's how I, he started. I think yeah. Even, yeah. there's very few rappers who would come up against him and win in a battle because he's just like he's too quick. He's almost like a stand-up the way that he reacts yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to a heckler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, but you yeah, ever tried stand-up? Yeah, I did about twenty gigs. Really? Yeah, back in two thousand and five. First mm-hmm. time I met him, he was like, "Yeah, I did stand-up." 
But I, look, I looked at the money and I was like, this is fucking shit. <laughs> Do you remember saying that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so and then I, I was just like, yo, thanks for shitting on my dream. Yeah. I, was at, I, was at the, I was at the Q Awards, maybe uh, would you know the year? 2016, 2017? It was, it was 2017, 20, yeah, it was around that time. And I yeah. was sat with Sheeran. Mm. It's the only reason I was, I was at the Cure was because Sheeran invited me. <laughs> um, and the table next to me was Liam Gallagher, and then Skeppy was over there, and then Storms was over there. And Skepta, this was when Skepta was releasing that album where he was like proper breaking through as like a rock star, you know what I mean? Like selling mm. big numbers. And like he blew up, even though he'd been around for like 20 years. And Storms was just sort of coming through with like maybe the freestyles, Do you know, know what I mean? I'll put up, a, I'll put up, I'll put up some of the stories from that night mm. on the Patreon. Okay. Yeah, I'll put up some of the. So, so I, yeah. I'm coming. I'm leaving the Roundhouse. Was it the Roundhouse? Yeah, the Camden Roundhouse. Yeah. I got Liam Gallagher's like, yeah, mate. Yeah, calm down. We're having a little pop. Yeah, so you know, a couple of Swifties. Yeah, he probably yeah. means that. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, kind of want to go. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then Storms like, Storms is like, we going, we going, come, come. Come, we've got to, got to go see Mole, innit? And then, like, we all bowled down to, like, Camden Lock or something. It where, was... Um, the stables. Yes. And there's about 200 people in there, 150 people. Was, and he's yeah. the support act. Yeah. And Mo, Mo Gilligan's the headliner. Yeah. And the back row was, like, Skepta, Stormzy, me, Jammer, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, two or three other, like, MCs or DJs from, from like... It was it was a lot of Boy Better No was there. Boy Better No. Oh, yeah, a lot of B Boy Better No was there. And he was, we, as we arrived, he was on. Yeah. Oh, I was like, this sick. guy's sick. Oh, I, I was like, I haven't seen a guy that yeah. talk about shit that I know for. Yeah. And then, and I knew who Mo was, but I didn't, no one really know. Like, he was doing like 36 day tours. Shit. And then after the gig, we were all like having videos and drinks and stuff. Stormzy was pretty licked. I remember. It, it was, it was, Everyone it was, was pretty bad. Night, it was yeah. quite fun because we'd been at awards all day. Yeah, so they, like, <laughs> Mo had literally come from the awards. I think he was giving out an award and he came and he'd literally done a tour date. Around. That like like so it was it was fun like well, I was like where did all these people turn I remember Mo here? saying to me he was like because he was like what are you saying Storms what are you saying Skepta? and he was like what are you doing here and I was just like I'm just rolling with them innit? I've been at awards he was like I didn't know you rolled with them I was like I do today yeah. uh, and then he goes he goes I tell a joke about you know like the fuck you know when he does these gazes he's yeah. white yeah. builders like all right mate yeah he goes for some reason whenever I'm whenever I see white builders like they're always listening to example <laughs> so whenever whenever he used to do his a lot of his sketches on his Insta yeah. as he was blowing up, he'd always have like kickstarts or watch yeah, the sun come up in yeah. the background. It's just like, doo, 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 doo. what? Five, five, <laughs> come up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, it's, yeah, it's funny yeah. looking back on those moments because it's just like, that, like, at the time, I was like so new and stuff to it. So I was like, oh my days, how do I act, bruv? Yours seemed like really well rehearsed though. It was good. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, sharp. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but like, as in. You don't seem, you didn't seem as relaxed as you are now on no, stage. No, 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 of course not. No, no. I, there wasn't a, at all. I knew he was going to be massive, Mo. Like, yeah, you yeah. could just tell. It was just. It was just and like, he knew I'd be like lukewarm mid tier. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I loved I'm about it? It reminded me of when I was a kid and I used to watch Lenny Henry. Yeah, yeah. And Lenny Henry was back then, was obviously doing a lot to appeal to a white audience and was very rarely allowed to do yeah, his, yeah. his stuff for black audiences. He's, yeah, he's obviously yeah. later in life has been able to do that more and obviously talk about it more. But what I liked about Mo is he was doing stuff for everyone. Yeah. It he's was, got star it was quality. Like, you know he's, what I mean? It was very inclusive. He's got like, star quality. And but it's like, yeah, I'm going to appeal to white people and take the piss out of you and you're going to laugh, but I'm also going to educate you on stuff that you're not going to yeah, know about that yeah, you yeah. wouldn't know about how black people live and so on. And Completely. I was like, I ain't really seen that before. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't, 
too edgy or scary. It's quite a nuance to rinse somebody and have them enjoy it as well. The, the that's, is, that's, yeah. that's the key. The like, if is, someone's rinsing yeah, yeah, yeah. me and, I, and I'm laughing as well, I think that's like some of the yeah, best yeah. comedy. But the thing is, Mo, Mo, Mo is an intensely likable person, right? And that yeah. stems from the fact that he's actually such a nice guy as well when you, when yeah. you meet him. And he's intensely likable on stage. So everybody that sees him and watches him wants to be his mate. And you feel like he's right. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, there's that, even when I spent time with him teach. off camera, because like when he was yeah. doing his um uh, his show for Channel 4, yeah. he bailed me and was like, we're putting a pilot together. So I just yeah. turned up and I knew it wasn't going to make it on TV, but yeah. I was like, I felt like I was, I felt like I'd been schooled yeah, with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was yeah, after yeah. like, and we did like some thing, like some little car, carpool karaoke type yeah, piss yeah. thing. Mm. And afterwards he was like, man, I can't believe you come down and giving me like half your day for my pilot. Yeah. This isn't even going to be on TV. And I was like, bro, I feel like I'm at school with you. Yeah, that's the best yeah, thing I can yeah, say. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. uh, yeah, but that, that's good. Like, people remember. He still that ain't invited me on his show yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, he actually did. But I was in Australia and I went yeah. flying back for that. No offense. <laughs> Australia's like, yeah. like, I like my giving. I'm not not getting forty hours on a plane to be on his show. So, it's, so, bro, you're you're on this fitness thing now. I've noticed you've been on it for a while. Like, you've really been hammering the fitness, bro. I've always been into fitness, um, but. I would always do fitness in between getting messy at festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I just pace myself and pick and choose moments. Like I did the first six gigs of this summer. I've done nine. I've got twenty two to go. Um, and the first six I did sober, pretty much like maybe a, a beer on stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, do you not do you not touch a lot of that stuff? No, nah, I'm I'm not, way more like you know Glastonbury was a bit more leery, mm. but um. I'm just looking after myself more. I just want to be alive to see my kids grow up. You so, know? You, so you I do... want to be more present on stage as well. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, so I, 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 I used to just train really hard, like three days a week, go to battery, like just like bare reps Crossfit. and all that sort of style training. And now I just sort of go and it's a lot more slow and controlled. And I do a lot more conditioning, strengthening my knees and ankles. And at knees home, over toes guy. Yeah, he's wicked. <laughs> and then I got um. A sauna and ice bath at home in Brisbane nice. in so the garage. Bath, so I do that. I, I get an ice. I do an ice bath every morning. Now, did you see the five degrees for two you, minutes? You know this is an ongoing thing with Kay, an ice bath, by the way. Wrong. Yeah, no, because you don't show the fact that you do ice baths, which I fucking respect. Because everyone else is like, because might as well be a vegan, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for way, people guys, to put that in their profile. That's yeah, how you know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, ice yeah. bath. Yeah, yeah, like, like, bath. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I did my list of festivals at the bottom. It's like I'll be using ice baths in between these <laughs> yeah, festivals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like you put it next to dietary requirements. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, honestly, it's been life changing for me. I went for a full body checkup um, about a month ago, and they said, "Have you been doing ice baths?" No, said, no. is that what the doctor? They do all sorts, mate. You know, yeah. did you get a prospe- prostate checked? All joke, of course. All joke, yeah. I did prostate aside. cancer a few years ago. Oh, which he yeah. so I was going to say, all joking aside, yeah, get your shit checked out, innit? Yeah. Mate, anyway, my yeah, doctor was like, he's, he's looked after me for about 12 years yeah. and he, he's, he knows all the private, shit I've put yeah. in my body. Yeah, 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 a private guy and he's really sweet. He, Has he even supplied some of the stuff that you've No, That's the doctor, innit? Because no, you don't want that shit. He said that like 10% of men between 30 and 50 go and get checkups. Like women, Fuck. it's more like 60. I can't, but it was yeah. like most men are discovering these things in their 50s and 60s, sometimes earlier, because they're just either too lazy or too scared to just go and take the kit off. And Listen. I've, I've had all pro- the tests. And yeah. the guy, he basically said, you're in better shape at 41 than you were at 31. Really? It was like your blood pressure, your heart rate, your thyroid, your testosterone, your um, lung capacity. Yeah everything's better. So he was like, you're aging backwards. So just whatever you're doing, keep going. I was like, ice baths and saunas. And even he was like, oh yeah, another ice bath and sauna guy. <laughs> yeah, I, so, but I do it every morning. So and it's, the dopamine levels go through the roof. Like, how long do you spend in it? Um, 
Like it's usually five or six degrees and I do two minutes in the morning. But I was watching this guy the other day, right? <laughs> and that's his real shit. It's a science. Like you have a, um, some alcohol and then like you, that first hit of alcohol. So you go up on the graph like that, right? Yeah. So sort of like your happiness levels and yeah, like yeah, your yeah. buzz. And then your brain's like, I need more alcohol, more alcohol. As every time you have more alcohol, you'll never reach that happiness point up there. Like, so the next point, pint down, you're there. Next pint down, you're there. Yeah, next yeah. pint down to the point where you're absolutely battered and then you just you go below mm. where you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, lasts, that first hit lasts 15, 20 minutes. Cocaine's like five minutes. And then every hit after that, you're never going to reach that level there. It's oh, always just, wow, wow, wow. Whereas you get in an ice bath, three, zero degrees, five degrees, whatever, a minute, two minutes in the morning, dopamine through the roof, your happiness and that bar's up there three hours. Really? Caffeine, half an hour, alcohol, like 20 minutes, cocaine, 10 minutes. You'll never reach that there. And then uh, like- so, the, so anybody with an addictive personality pretty much is going to get hooked on this shit. Yeah, of course. Which is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you sometimes double ice bathing then in a day, yeah? Uh, like, so I'll do, I'll do a on, sauna and ice bath. Problem. It's like units. So I'm just how many units of alcohol you have, doctor? Yeah, well, you know, no, I'm just but I do. I get in yeah. there. Even if I'm, even if I'm yeah. bad night's sleep, um, it, cl it clears hangovers. Okay. But the main thing is just like, I get in at 5, 6 a.m. The kids are stopped upstairs on their iPads usually. And then I get out and then I am buzzing for three hours. I don't <laughs> think about coffee. I don't think about what's ahead. Like, or any form of like depression or worry, anxiety, completely gone. I'm, I'm imagining him in like on tour, like in Newcastle or something, just going like, <laughs> what's the matter? I, like, I need a fucking guys, ice bath. I, I put the shower in the coldest setting. It just wasn't cold enough yet. It's not cold enough, bro. I've had a cold shower. You do know after yeah. about an hour, Sorry, after about a week of doing them, like maybe three or four times, you'll notice. How long do you stay in there for? Just like like a, a minute or two. But then in the evenings on a recovery day, not a day I've trained, I do like six, seven minutes sauna, one minute ice bath. Six, seven minutes sauna, one minute ice bath. Like he's in and out. They do oh. that in a lot of Eastern European countries, actually. They'll like go, yeah, ro yeah. go roll in the yeah, snow. Yeah, but that's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. But that's easy. I, like, I, I went to a spa where they, where they had like a They're snow. They're called Russian Banya. Yeah. Russian, Russian Banya. Banya. Okay. And they batter you with leaves. Or branches. I saw that in a Reggie Ace documentary, like where they were like like proper battering him with a thing and he was just like, Oh, you do this like for yeah. fun, like kind of thing. But yeah. anyway, it was mad. We got some questions uh, that yeah, we asked yeah. the Patreon to ask you. Yeah. Right. So um are you up for that? Yeah, well we've got time, I yeah. guess we've got another what, five, ten minutes yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of time. I've got only three other podcasts after this, haven't I? Really? Oh, thanks, man. Right. <laughs> now this is the only yeah. podcast this month, actually. That's right. my favorite. So this is from uh, they've asked to stay anonymous, but it's not even a cheeky question. Okay. Which artist have you worked with in the past that you had a preconception about which was completely turned on its head when you actually worked with them? Mm. Um I wrote a song with Robbie Williams about Six years ago. That so, must have been a wild studio session. Yeah, there was, um, so there's, there's, there's a guy called Johnny McDade who's in Snow Patrol and he co-writes a lot of Ed Sheeran's biggest hits. And I met Johnny maybe 10 years ago. I actually introduced him to Ed. I'm sure Ed would have met him anyway. I'm not taking credit. Maybe I am. <laughs> um, and he's, he's this lovely guy from Northern Ireland. And he... Um, really quite intense in the studio with the songwriting I get there. Yes. Like, what do you really mean by that lyric though? You know? <laughs> and then like, is that a good way to say that? And you'll just be like, and I'll be like, but you get what I'm saying? Like, what are you trying to say with that word there? You know, is there a better word we can use? He's unbelievable. Like, is he the guy that wrote Shape of You? Yeah. With yeah, Ed. yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Ed thinks he's amazing. He's like, if you've got good ideas, he refines them. Anyway. Yeah. He uh, I was if he like, does he was comedy. like, I might have a. Hey, he's like, Elliot, what are you doing tomorrow? Do you want to come and write a song with Robbie? 
Like Robbie, Shit. and in my head I'm just like, Robbie Savage. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Savage. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and I was like, Robbie, Robbie Williams. I was like, yeah, of course, why not? Yeah. I mean, the song never came out, but it was an amazing ex experience. And like, did you do the rap for him on that song with Kizzy Rush? No, um, <laughs> but I ended up doing. Yeah, we was there for about seven hours. Like, stopped for a break, had a had food, had a few little live chats. And I was just like, he's a really deep spiritual deep guy, guy. Yeah, yeah. but. Complete, he, like, because I grew up with him just on TV and in all the papers. He's like, oh, he's shagging this bird. He's doing drugs with this person. He's in the, he's in the bro, charts. Bro, like, he was in a picture I saw just chatting to Tupac at an award ceremony. <laughs> bro, like, people, award people, ceremony, for, yeah. people forget the fucking levels of yeah, take that. Yeah, he was just, like, he's at an award yeah. ceremony in a smoking area. He's just chatting to Tupac. But he was a like, lovely guy. He's the perfect guy for that question, like, and didn't really know what to expect. Thought he might be a bit of a dick, like, thought he might be a bit arrogant. And you know, I was just like, this is a really lo lovely, deep, well, he started human. soccer, aid, didn't he? Yeah, like, and I think a lot of people don't really. He's good. I think he's trying he... to maybe do put right all the, the the mad shit he did. I mean, why not? Nothing's well, he was really... just living though, isn't yeah, it? Nothing's just really living. come out think, about him bad. Like, think, as in, yeah. like, you know what? Like, the he's just a shit... cheeky robbo, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, you, you heard some stuff about cheeky chappies that were like. Really bad, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That one like, cheeky. That's, 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 that's cheeky. Yeah. Just a bit of a lad. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's yeah, mad yeah, slaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 We're like, you never heard that about him, innit? Like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I agree. Like, even even the people that were like proper clean cut, like fucking Cosby, like everyone was like, oh yeah, he's such a nice guy. Actual doctor. Whereas I think like my man, like he was just sort of like, I think. He he was sort of just like, here's my shit out in the open, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm shagging, I'm doing this, that, the other, bruv. Yeah, I was alone, using drugs like, daily. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. And you're like, but, but are you going to sing along to Millennium? Yes. Yeah. So fucking leave me alone, innit? You're going to sing to Angels, yeah. like Rock DJ. Come on, man. Like, big tunes. Yeah. Bro, Let me entertain you. But, hey, big bro, this guy, yeah, if you if he put all of his songs on FIFA, I'm I'm listening to yeah, it, yeah, bro. Right? Like, did he, write, he wrote songs for FIFA, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, like, yeah. All of them songs, yeah. Like anybody that says they don't listen to like and his videos were fucking amazing, amazing bro. Videos, what was yeah. the one where like it turned into like he, muscle like and Rock DJ where he takes off his clothes off his skin incredible and it was just like 40 pengers surrounding him just like and he was just in the middle going that was back in the day where you and he weren't even like ripped he was just looked like yeah he looked like your mate who played Sunday league that was sick as well you know when there's some scores on Sunday league but yeah but like he was just like you don't really get artists like that now as well like I mean like the the closest people obviously like we saw what happened with Lewis Capaldi at the um uh, um, everybody's like all big on mental health and that all these artists yeah I mean it's good I just want, but also no just been I like, want troubled human beings again man yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, your, I think Lewis, Lewis is the, the right stage. guy to be yeah. that troubled human being no, though. Yeah, yeah. no 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 but I like I miss when people are like oh he's bare fucked like because I was quite like that in my heyday about 10 years ago I was just yeah, on but, Twitter just but, but, like gunning everyone but and how many just number ones did you have I had uh, two. Yeah, but there you go. Like, it worked. Do you know what I mean? Six, like, whereas... three, two, one, one, two, two. Just so I don't forget. Nice. I, I, I miss... I miss Just when... the top tens, mind you. <laughs> we'll go into the rest. Outside the top ten don't count. I miss right. I miss when I saw artists and you were like, oh, man, he's such a troubled soul. Like, I, just, I really do miss that. Like, yeah. like, like he's a nice person, but he shouts And also, but most of those guys who were troubled back in the 80s and 90s, the majority, if they're not dead, the majority of them are still around. They're like, they're looking back and going, yeah, it was just a stage of my life. I got on with it. Yeah. Mainly the Gallagher brothers. But yeah, yeah. Now, but everyone's it, like, just example, like, now everyone's just like, I need a year off. You're, you're friends with Ed Sheeran, innit? Yeah. Right? 
And I think like Ed Sheeran just looks like the nicest guy ever, yeah? yeah. But I just want Ed to while out one day. He does. Yeah, and just like throw a chair at like through a bus or something. Like you know He I does, mean? he just don't need to go public with it, does he? No, keeps but it I want private. it to be I wanna see him to I wanna see him like you like you know like hardcore Holly or something like back in wrestling, <laughs> get a guitar, smash it over someone's head. Do you know what I mean? Like have All you right. seen what Ed Sheeran's done? Nah, like he just went wild. Someone said, Do you know what? If he did a guest spot on WWE, that would do mad numbers, bro. Because you yeah. wouldn't, you just wouldn't expect it. Snoop Dogg, you expect him to turn up. Uh, yeah, 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 do you know yeah. what the maddest yeah. thing Ed Sheeran has done? Yeah? yeah. So you know, recently he won that court case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went outside and got on top of a car and started singing. But the dense I was seen on the roof of this car, yeah. Buy that car. <laughs> He'll buy that car. <laughs> I was like, you know, like imagine yeah. being the owner going, oh my God, that's all cool. Wait, motherfucker, that's my, <laughs> that's my pickup truck. Yeah, you've just got out of court and you've got another court case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Americans you will should, sue you for yeah. anything, man. Bro, you think I want to sue him? I'll say I was in the car, bro. Yeah. That guy looked at my coffee. <laughs> yeah. I got whiplash at <laughs> my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll be like, I was in I got, the car. I looked up at the car and got whiplash. That's yeah, what but Robbie yeah, Williams yeah. is a fucking incredible answer. What was the other question? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, got, we, we got loads, yeah. but I'm going to have to try it. Right, cool, cool, cool. Right, here's one that's a bit cheeky. A shout out to Matthew Smith who said, how do you feel about people asking you for pictures? And what was the most inconvenient time you lady I worked with asked Elliot for a picture on High Street Ken and he didn't look very impressed. Um, I probably had the picture though anyway. Yeah, of course. Um, I believe it's part of your <laughs> so job. Fucking yeah, it's yeah, I, think, yeah. I think it's part of your job. As soon as you get really famous and you've got a following, it's part of your job and just get on with it and be yeah. nice people. The quickest way to deal with it is to just be aware of when people are about to ask. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like almost speak for them. You want a picture? Cool. Yeah, we've back to today. Great. Cool. Yeah, no, what's your name? Take the phone off them. You obviously know, like, even you have Android. to take the phone. That's the yeah, trick. Yeah, Androids, yeah. whatever. Like, even though they're weird things, and then <laughs> like, and then take a form. Mm. And then if they're like, cool, we have one. No, we're on the group one. I don't know her. All right, you can airdrop it after I'm gone. I'm gonna rush. Yeah, yeah, we can, make yeah. it easy for them so they don't stutter and yeah. get yeah, anxious, yeah, and yeah. make it easy for yourself so you can get to where you're going. Absolutely. And I think it's yeah. part of your job. The ba- the thing that pisses me off is when people film me with my kids, or if they film me eating. Because mm. I don't like the stuff with the kids is just really rude, and the stuff with the eating is just like, just wait for me to finish and ask for a yeah, picture. Yeah. Like, we got like, I mean, Wagamama's ever... going, <laughs> 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 like, bear cats yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah. And sauce. And then I'm never tired of that. Fucking hell, example yeah. was in Wagamama yeah. eating katsu curry for dessert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, best, the, be- the best one is when you, um, like, and it's happened a few times, is like something you see someone, and I'll be like, you got a sixth sense it, and I was like, this fucking idiot over there filming me, yeah, yeah, like in Nottingham Nando's or something. Yeah. And then as you leave, they go, hey, example, mate, can I have a, can I have a quick photo of it? Yeah, it's <laughs> all right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then like, I get the camera and then I'm like, you were filming me eating, isn't it? And they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, Look at why it. are you filming me eating? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm just going to delete this and yeah. then we'll have a photo. And he's like, all oh, right, yeah. So I'm deleting. And I go, I'm recently deleted, delete again. Right, let's have the selfie. <laughs> and you're like, bro, what are all these dick pics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right, let me just airdrop that. Let me just airdrop that still. It's looking kind of gnarly still. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, yeah. keep your phone, mate. Yeah, yeah. What's the next one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I got a question on top of that. Where is just 100% no for a picture? Because I feel like when you're with your kids, yeah, toilet, when you're with your kids, Where's just because I think people need to. No one's really asked me in a toilet. Like people do come up sometimes and breathing down your neck. Like I've been at like Wembley yeah, yeah, yeah. watching AJ and someone's just coming up and they're like, "Yeah, as soon as you get out of the toilet, can I have a photo of you?" And you're like, "Fucking <laughs> hell!" And they're gacked out their mind because the boxing yeah, fan, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 Anyway, yeah, so um, yeah, we've got another question. It's a repeat question. They know they're repeating the question, but they said, I've asked Marcus and Kalis and previous guests this. What do you dream, daydream about? What do I daydream yeah. about? <laughs> Brother. Don't say ice buffs. <laughs> ice buffs, um, yeah. 
I don't know, man. I like I like hammocks. Okay. I like it's often like imagine I wanted to be in a hammock. Can weightlessness I, yeah. of being in a hammock. I love a hammock. Well, nice, I've got yeah. a question. Yeah, Where's sick. the best place you've been on holiday? Because I know you've done mad holidays, man. Uh, Bora Bora. Okay. Damn, so you yeah. fly to um, I went Australia, New Zealand, and then you fly to Tahiti, cross the international dateline. So you land that what morning. What is the international dateline? Where the day finishes and oh, the day okay, starts. Oh, yeah, well, so it makes sense. You're, you're, you're say it's midnight, and then you cross on the plane, and then you cross midnight, and then as you land there, it's the start of that day back there. Oh, wow. So you, you yeah. go back a day. Yeah, so you fly on Monday night and you land on Monday morning. Time travel. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. so that's the international dateline businesses, man. And then you, from Tahiti, you get a seaplane over to Bora Bora. Unbelievable. It's like an atoll, which is a volcano where... It's sort of like come up and created a natural barrier reef mm. around the island, all volcanic. So it's all like, it's like jet skis, swimming with sharks, swimming with turtles, um, climb the volcano, best food in the world, like paradise. Looks like looks like uh, Moana. You know when you see Moana mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, I'd love to live there. It's like, yeah, it's like Moana's yeah, yeah, yeah. real. It's like untouched, isn't it? They say the beach is unbelievable. Like, no. It's not overpopulated. Yeah. It's it's just like you're in paradise, like 30 degrees every day. And we had one of those because I was on my honeymoon. Ooh. We had one, a glass bottom float, a villa on stilts. And you get out of bed in the morning and there's sharks swimming under your bed. And then you have like yeah. a private Fuck. butler and your own floating pool. And then you get off it, <laughs> like a, get a jet ski and then the jet ski round to breakfast. And then yeah. they take your jet ski and park your jet ski. That's a rude, that what, was like, what kind of stuff are you asking your butler for? I was just Can like, Can you clean this come up? <laughs> <laughs> I can't right. see the shots well, on the that's, floor. That's, that's, <laughs> the sound, that's, that's the soundbite, son. That's the soundbite. That's the soundbite. That's our collaborative post. Do you know what's great, yeah? Fucking hell. Do you know what's great? Didn't deny it. <laughs> no. Um, I'm too I just shocked. Can't see the, I just can't see these turtles. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what. Whatever you put in the window. Can you call an out? Can you call a water ambulance? I've just twisted my ankle on the tummy floor. On the jizzy floor. Um, that didn't happen, but I, it's, uh, it could have could have very nearly happened. Honeymoon, wasn't it? Yeah. That's why I said it. Yeah, Back in like, the days of if love. You're not, if you're not doing that on your honeymoon, then... What, when, jizzing when... on the floor? <laughs> no, it's a... going in the wrong place. You want to get it in the other... You want to get it on the shark. Yeah. <laughs> Go out on the balcony and aim Come for the shark. Come on the shark's God, this podcast has just gone through the roof. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. I mean, I mean, oh, have man. you ever cummed on a shark? Just... Came. I think it's called came on a shark. I think it's cummed on a squirrel, but came on a shark. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, nah, I was swimming with these sharks. Um, Why? Like, because the locals were all telling me it was safe. The locals are all like Polynesians, you know, French Polynesians. Mm. So they look a bit like. Um, the Rock. The Rock, yeah, exactly. Or Moana, but like a real person. Yeah. She's a cartoon, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and The Rock plays her dad, isn't it? You've got to be careful now what you call them. You don't want to call them a cartoon now. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was magical. And then like the guy was snorkeling. The guy was like, he's yeah, like, man. you couldn't, I can't remember his accent because I love accents, but I can't remember the accent, so I won't do it. He was like, swim down and touch the shark. And it was like a seven foot reef shark and a lemon shark. And I was swimming, I was taking a deep breath. And then you don't have to blow out yeah. your nose so you don't get the pressure this on your head. This is so funny because the and last I can hold my breath for about a minute and I'm down there and like the shark's just swimming in and out of you and like touching their tails. It was like. Touching their tails? Yeah. What did the shark feel like? Like really firm leather and if you mm. rub it the wrong way it'll slice your hand open because it's like loads of mini the shark skin looks like millions of mini teeth mm. so if you you pat it that way it's like mm, louis vuitton luggage yeah. wow. if you go that way it's like <laughs> grapes fuck you know really yeah. is, it's oh. how they turn that's how they turn quick isn't it that but that yeah. is that's crazy because the last episode yeah. I was on the patreon i was talking about how i don't fuck with the water and the ocean 
I like. I like. Have I, you ever offered been going on a submarine? Uh, I've been a submarine uh, in the Caribbean, like one of the mini ones. But I've done scuba diving, and and I've been in a, a, a cage with great whites in South Africa when I did some gigs there. So like these sort of like five meter long. Was this before white. you had kids? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know if I do it now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Where they were like putting chum in the water to fuck with the chum. sharks. Chum. <laughs> <laughs> agree, chum. Um, no, they jizz in the water and the sharks. Come. <laughs> I, I, got, love it, I got my butler to do it. But um, <laughs> on a real, no, I, no, no um, I went to the Maldives, or as the Australians call it, the Maldives. Maldives. Fuck off, Australians. Yeah. Um, and we went swimming with hammerhead sharks. Oh, like just like, on the seabed. And the thing they say is when you're on the surface, that's when you're most likely to get attacked by like a tiger shark or bull shark, great mm. whites. Most other sharks don't really attack humans. And if you're down underwater on the same level as them, they just come and, more like little Labradors, they just come and hang out. It's, it's, be on it's their when, level. The, yeah. when you're on the top, you're yeah. like, penguin, sea lion, bosh, bang. Yeah, yeah. When you're on the seabed, they're like, ah. Oh, you know what, I'm happy. Friends. I'm happy. Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Friend. happy you've experienced that because I'm not. I've swam with eight different types of sharks. All right, Adam, bro. Attenborough, yeah. 98 years old yeah, in with yeah, the sharks. Yeah. Like, this one here. Yeah, you've, you've fought eight different types of sharks. People would have stopped at one. You were like, no, nah, bro. Fuck it, let's do a lot. I want to see, see all the races of sharks. Yeah. All the races yeah, yeah, yeah. of sharks. Yeah, I miss the culture in London. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just swap it for sharks. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. It's I'm, just white people in Brisbane. So I just mainly, I've got an eight different types of sharks, though. Uh, the mum cooks are really nice. <laughs> Biryani. The hammerheads are the ones you want to look out for. Oh, They're mate. a bit of a, they give Fuck. a bit of yeah, no. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. I miss Caribbean food so much. <laughs> I swim with hammerhead sharks. Um, yeah. I think you can't get the... a decent curry here. <laughs> Fucking go I, for the sharks. Oh, I think on that note. Yeah, on that yeah, note. Man, wow, that's... 59 minutes, 38 seconds. Yeah. Woo! Listen. Uh, so I've got to go and help my neighbour move. Um, yeah, and I'm, been... worried, I'm worried he's dead. This has All been right, an cool. absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> oh, he's um, not dead. Yeah. This has been... No, thank you so much for coming. You messaged me and I was like out of the blue and I was like, Fucking hell, like, Example wants to come on a podcast. And, yeah, man. And, 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 and Marcus was like, yeah, bring him on, bro. You've had yeah. bigger guests than me. And last time we did a podcast, he didn't even post it. You know, you know. Probably, uh, called te- probably technical issues, isn't it? Nah, it was at a time when things were, um, things were a little, there was a lot of tension in it. And I, I remember, real talk, you was getting some aggro, aggro online. And then yeah, I sat down and time. I was like, you know what? Probably best. It was, was a good podcast. No, it was a, it was a great. Yeah, oh, oh, fuck off. He went off. No, no, no. It was out of time. Into no, that. You know what, bro? No, I want to know because I want to say, bro. Like, like, example was, was riding. No, he was riding for us, bro. And he yeah. was he was saying some real stuff. But at, at the time, he was getting a, he was getting shit. And then I sat down. And I spoke with a couple of good friends. And I was like, do you know what? I don't it's not worth it. Like, yeah, man, bro. No, for I, you, I appreciate because a lot of people. There's a lot of podcasters even more. Just cause more. And there's a lot of podcasters out there that will just put shit out that you say. Or anyone says without any regard because they want no, fucking numbers. But man, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, like, listen, I've it was got like, you, bro. no, but it was, you got it was, us as well, bro. It was that shit with um, Wiley talking about anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember exactly what was said. Let's but not I was, get into it. No, 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 no. What it was, and I spent probably yeah. the best part of three months just like backing black people, yeah. but more so just educating white people. And most of my followers, obviously, the majority were white. And then I think I was just like, it's really, it's a real shame that no one um, prominent in the grime community has come out to like either defend Jewish people or call out Wiley. And they just, loads of people took that yeah. as, why aren't black people disowning Wiley or standing mm-hmm. up? For, and I didn't mean black people, I meant grime community. Because yes. like, as far as I'm concerned, if I'm talking about grime community, it's like, all right, majority of MCs are black, but it's just not a white, black or Asian thing. Yeah, I'm just talking about, you know, that's a massive industry. No one's calling out Wiley. Yes. And, and then I, and I think it was a heated debate. Yeah. And I was like, fucking, last week I'm arguing with racist white people 
And this week I'm arguing with black people about Jewish people. And I was just like... Just stay off Twitter. Yeah. So I, I, I had a year I and a half tw- off Twitter. Yeah, I just tweeted about Love for, Island. I appreciate that. Because it's what we got into. But at yeah. that time, if that had come out, it probably just would have spiraled out. Of, yeah. And, and like I would have had no... Um, yeah, without naming names, there's people out there that would love to put that shit out and just fucking throw some petrol on the fire. Yeah, but yeah, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't about that life. Bro. Yeah. No, but, but honestly, anyway, should we keep those other bits in it? Yeah, All the stuff about sharks and that. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Example hates sharks. Yeah, yeah, Example yeah. hates white sharks. The shark community, bro. They're gonna yeah. be there. The shark community. <laughs> They're gonna be there for you. Stop example coming on us. No, there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, honestly, man, it's been a it's yeah. been a pleasure. You've always Same. been very supportive. Uh it's I, I genuinely mean this. Like it is it's it's wonderful to see somebody with your level of success that stays so grounded. Thanks, mm. man. Like even though you've been to like Bora Bora. <laughs> You still like come back to the ends, and I and I respect that. Right? So yeah, yeah uh, it's one. Just be a good human, isn't it? Just be a good human. It's not hard. Where can people find you? You got a show in February, don't you? In I've London. got a UK tour, which yeah. has been announced uh, in August, when we're doing seventeen gigs. Where do we so, get tickets for that? Um, it would just be through my website, example. Okay, example. Um, com, yeah. or just follow me on at example, innit? Yeah, uh, yeah. Try this for example dot com. And then I've, if you look on my page, I've got another twenty festivals for the rest of the summer. What's your favorite one coming up? Um, I think Creamfields is going to be good fun because yeah. the crowd are one? always loose. Now there's Creamfields South in Essex, and then the oh, main Creamfields mm. is up in the Wirral. The OG one, yeah, OG yeah, yeah. one, yeah, like yeah. sell out every year. I'm playing Wirral, yeah, the like Wirral. Wirral. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm going to be playing the main stage in Creamfields this year for the first Jeez. time in eleven years. Heavy. Your careers have been like all over there. Nice. Yeah, so matter though, bro. Like, yeah, beat kicks so if I'm here again. another ten years, it's, it's, that's all that matters, isn't it? What's your what, quick fire, and then we'll fuck off. What's your favorite song you've ever done? Um, it's slowly becoming Kickstarts. Kickstarts is like, <laughs> yeah. we go. Chase away, you kiss me was number one. Kickstarts was number three, but Kickstarts seems to be like. My, uh, that's my, you, bro. That's my calling card. That's you, yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. seems the pioneer of talking singing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. In a bit later. All right, say, say. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Don't forget, if you want your questions answered in our Clueless Questions episodes, send in your questions to Ain't Got A Clue podcast at gmail.com.